0: Welcome to Conversations at the Cohen Center, a podcast about the humanities and interdisciplinarity produced by the Cohen Center for the Humanities at James Madison University.
1: Welcome to Conversations at the Cohen Center. My name is Connor and today I'm sitting down with my roommates, Subhat Mateen and Diana Trinidad. Both Subhat and Diana are double Dukes from immigrant families and are first generation graduate students at James Madison University. Ladies, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) For having How- us. <laughs> <laughs> so just like introduce yourselves and um, tell us about some of your personal and professional backgrounds.
0: So Diana, you can go. Okay. Um, my name is Diana Trinidad. Um, I'm a first year grad student here at JMU. I'm studying audiology. Um, As Connor said, I'm a first-generation graduate student. I come from a Hispanic background. Both of my parents are Peruvian, and um, as you can guess, I've never been to college. So that's kind of my background. Awesome.
2: Hi, I'm Subat Mateen. Um, I'm also a first-generation grad student. Um, I'm not the first one in my family to go to college, though, but I am the uh, first one to go to grad school. I went to GMU for my undergrad uh, as a history major, and then I am now a first year grad student at the history department. Um, My family's from Bangladesh, um, small country next to India. (laughs) Most people don't know where it is, but
1: yeah. Awesome. Um, So, what attracted both of you to JMU? Like, why did you choose here for undergrad um, and then for grad studies? And, like, what was really important to you in the decision process?
0: Mm, Well, for me, I transferred here from community college. So, I took, um, I was at Northern Virginia Community College for two years and then transferred here um, my junior year. And Honestly, during high school, I didn't even know like what I wanted to do career-wise. I kind of had like um, a struggle finding out what I wanted to do and what I wanted to, um, you know, do in the future. So I took a career test, and it turns out that being a speech-language pathologist was like the career path for me, and so I saw that JMU offered that um, master's program, so I decided to go to JMU to get my bachelor's in CSD, which is Communication Sciences and Disorders, and then go get my master's in speech pathology. Um, initially, that was kind of my plan, but um, it turns out that I actually loved audiology way more. And then Jamie also has that audiology program. So that's kind of why I decided to come here. But I really loved my undergraduate experience here. And um, my program is just like so welcoming and very
2: supportive. I actually met Diana in <laughs> CSD for undergrad. So I also transferred from Nova my junior year. Um, and I was also CSD major. So I stayed in CSD for a whole year before um, switching to history I just didn't enjoy it as much Mm -hmm. and once I got to history um, I really loved working with a lot of the professors I think the department is really great and which kind of influenced me to go into um, grad school for that And I think GMU has one of the best history professors, so I really loved my experience here working with some of the history professors, and it also kind of influenced me to apply here. And yeah, now I'm here again.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. Um, what like impact has JMU made on you, specifically the grad school after your first semester as a graduate student? Um, and what have both of you learned that has contributed to your life like beyond just academics here? Like, are there any, like, like even in undergrad, like, is there things that stick out to you as, like, oh, I'm going to keep this, like, when I go on to my job or when I um, go back home to my family? Like, this is a strategy that for communication or just, like, relationships that you've developed while being at JMU. And sometimes there's not anything specific, but you can Mm -hmm. just talk
0: about. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think... Personally, what I've learned overall in, like, college. um, Well, I think just going through those experiences um, as, like, an undergraduate student and as a grad student has, like, helped me kind of come out of my shell. I was a very, like, shy person growing up. And honestly, when it comes to grad school and, like, interviews and just applications, you have to really stand out and be confident in yourself. And it was a struggle for me, but I feel so much better now. I think just going through that experience and um, everyone is just super supportive here and I think just like that sense of community is something that I like hold deep to my heart and just always treating people with like the utmost respect and um, kindness.
2: Um. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so... Like, as being a history student, I felt like I didn't really know about the art, the JMU's art special collections here, um, which I really got to experience um, last my first semester of grad school. And I think being open to to finding more research, I wasn't really good at that in undergrad, like going out to other places or like looking into other special collections or archives. um, I think JMU has a really good place for to find all these researches even like downtown we have so much um like the archives um I can't remember the place it's rocktown rocktown something they also have a lot of like history there and um one of my projects for last semester I looked into this oral history from special collections about um this pharmaceutical company that was in Elkton and I was really interested to see like how it had impacted the community and the people that worked there that some of the people that had still lived lived here that talk about this pharmaceutical place so I think GMU has a wide variety of sources and research opportunities that um, a lot of people don't really know about or don't really look further into. So I think that really helped me helped me personally, actually, to um, branch out more, talk to more people, um, kind of also speak up in class because I'm not the best
1: talker. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, <feel> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Like, I feel like as young women, especially, like, it's a big step to, like, go and like speak up and mm-hmm. when, especially mm-hmm. when you're not really like as comfortable doing that but it's such a great growth opportunity and mm-hmm. I feel like especially when you feel like valued and appreciated it's so much easier to do because even though you're so uncomfortable you're like okay well no one's gonna be like oh well you're stupid you know what I yeah. mean yeah. um what what do you guys think was the most challenging part about transitioning from undergrad to grad school and like what helped you guys navigate the the adjustment
2: for me
0: the hardest like part about transitioning from undergrad to grad school is definitely like the like commitment, I would say, and just the amount of workload that I have. Um, when I was an undergrad, I was able to like balance working part time, like twenty hours a week, um, going to school, and you know, even just having like some time to myself or having fun. But once I started grad school, it was like a full time job for me, which is not bad. Like it's not not a bad thing. But I think for me, it took me a while to realize that. Um, not everyone else's like lives are on hold while you're in school because like life just keeps on going. So um, I really wanted to make more time for people that were like really important to me, and that was really hard. Um, but it's honestly like you can make it work. You just have to like make a schedule, and it takes a lot of like sacrifices. But I think for me personally, um, I you know just like made a schedule,
2: made a calendar, and kind of just made things work from there. <laughs> I think for me the hardest thing was we have a lot of readings. <laughs> <laughs> you really do, <laughs> and ba- balancing out all of the readings. Um, it took a while to get used to all of that, and um, I think once I got it into like my schedule, because I'm also a TA for. Um, the history department so last semester I was working as a world history TA so I didn't really have to lead like discussions and just grade I just had to grade like the uh, any assignments that we had so it like balancing out all of that was kind of hard and transitioning into my uh, school load and being a TA. I didn't really have time for other things sometimes, but I think once I was able to figure out a good schedule that worked for me and have some time for not myself as well, because I feel like that's really important for your mental health and just being able to, like, talk to you guys as, like, roommates and stuff or, like, having movie nights and whatever kind of helps with um, transitioning into, like, the grad school environment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you definitely have to, you have to take care of yourself, but it's like, how do you build that in when yeah. you have so much else going on? Um, that I feel, I definitely feel that. But yeah, movie nights are like this, the core source of fun at this point.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we also have our grad classes until like almost nine, nine o'clock, ten, nine thirty at night. So it's really hard. It was really hard, like adjusting to that time as well. Mm-hmm yeah because
1: it's hard I mean I know for me like when I'm up that late I'm like okay like I can't wind down (laughs) so then it kind of completely shifts like your normal schedule and like how you Mm -hmm. were like an undergrad Mm -hmm. um but like how how has JMU like celebrated who you are here like are there like events interactions with faculty like other students or just other times that you really felt like you belonged here that you know might not have occurred like had you chosen another school
0: Hmm. Well, diversity-wise, I think, like, JMU is very welcoming of that, um, at least in my program. My, um, like, program director, mm-hmm. um, he's really, like, welcoming to all, um, like, applicants. So it doesn't matter, like, what your cultural background is, um, like, who you are. They really take, like, a holistic approach to things, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, I don't really know much about, like, any events that occur here at JMU just because I, I'm, you know, I'm just so busy. I don't really further, like, seek information on those things. Right. I'm pretty sure JMU does have them. I would like to learn more about those kinds of events. But um, I think that, you know, like, celebrating, like, cultural, different cultural backgrounds or even just having events like that would are, like, really nice.
2: Okay. Um. To be honest, like for undergrad, I didn't really go out as much. Um, So I didn't really know what kind of events like GMU had and stuff like that. But last semester, the history department, we had like a little study break and like a hot like a hot cocoa thing so we kind of got to meet some of the professors there like other gmu students like undergrads as well so that was kind of nice being able to interact with everyone and it was just a little like nice break to have before everyone gets gets into finals week and stresses themselves out so i think little events like that is important like for everyone but i To be honest I really don't know what kind of events happens around
1: campus yeah no I got you I think it's hard because like now we have like um we have a JMU like teacher's email or like a faculty mm-hmm. email and we have like our student email and like all that goes to our student emails so like i personally just kind of ignore my student email because i get like five <laughs> emails a day for surveys and i'm just like none of these surveys apply to me mm-hmm. like and even so like when there are events like it's really hard to like build into our schedule to be like mm-hmm. oh like
2: let's go and yeah. also it's a lot of undergrads that mm-hmm. go also like the the graduation i mean the graduate association club mm-hmm. that they have yeah, the gsa, GSA. Mm-hmm. We were kind of interested in going to that in the beginning, but their times don't really work out with us because we have night classes
1: yeah yeah so
2: it's kind of hard finding something that balances out and works with our schedule
1: the GSA like we did do like the the football thing yeah that that, like that was really fun Mm -hmm. but yeah like when it's like eight o'clock on a Tuesday like you guys have class (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like just time to wind down yeah I'm Mm -hmm. like oh I, I need a little bit of a break with my tea I feel that yeah um do you feel like JMU celebrates the diversity of campus often enough and like what improvements do you think the university could make specifically in the grad
0: school? Mm-hmm. Well and, like I said before I don't have like I've never gone to any events like that I'm wanting to say that JMU has like hosted events like that mm-hmm. but um and again I don't know but uh one thing that Um, my high school did at least that was like really fun was we had this event called international night and during that night um, it was really just like a celebration of you know cultures and different backgrounds Um, so during that event we would have like volunteers it could just be students or faculty and they would bring in like a dish from a different country it could be their own like country or it could be someone else's and that was really fun so it'd be like a potluck and then Um, as like the night progressed we would like move into the auditorium and they would have um, like students do dances or performing arts from different cultures and then also have a fashion show and I think that was like so much fun everyone was like very supportive and like just cheering everyone on and Just bringing, like, everyone together like that was a really, really nice experience and I think made me not only appreciate, like, my background but also, like, other people's backgrounds as well. Mm -hmm. So I think if Jamie had something like that, um, I think that would be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And I think it would just be a good way to really, like, promote diversity and just, like, appreciation.
1: That would be Mm -hmm, fun. And that's, like, a cool way to, like, like someone like me Mm -hmm. who's just, you know, Irish (laughs) from Maryland um, (laughs) – I I really love like trying to make like new mm-hmm. things from other countries like mm-hmm. Swedish meatballs is one of my favorites yeah. like or even just like really good guacamole yeah. like everyone loves a really good oh, like yeah. authentically made mm-hmm. guacamole mm-hmm. and I feel like like food brings people together so that's like such yeah, a good idea it's a really good
0: idea and I think like also I've never met like any other Peruvian, Peruvian on campus so maybe I could find like some find someone at that event
1: <laughs> <They're> like hey. <laughs> Oh, my gosh,
2: that's funny. I mean, I know GMU tries to promote diversity. Um, You know, we even have Everfi trainings on diversity and Mm -hmm. all of that. But I, like I said before, like, Diana, I don't know (laughs) specifically what happens with diversity. But I do have to say, compared to when I was here in 2018 for undergrad, I do see a lot more diversity. Minority students here, mm-hmm. which is really nice to see. Because before, I just felt like the odd one out, like not seeing other people that look like me. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. so now it's nice to see that there's a lot more other students here that um, are of different ethnic backgrounds and stuff. So, I mean, that's a little improvement in my part. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I've definitely noticed that too. Like when I first got here, I mean, a lot of people were telling me like, "Oh, JMU is not very diverse. Like, mm-hmm. it could be better." But I was like. What? Like this this is the most diverse college campus I've I've attended and I've attended this is my third college that I've attended. Mm-hmm. Like it's I I was like, "Wow, like this is really cool." Like this is this is really what, you know, college should be is yeah. and I think that JMU is working to increase it and I think it's really cool.
2: Mm-hmm. I think like live like coming from Nova, we have so much more diversity yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of different mm-hmm. once you come to like JMU, especially when I was here for undergrad. It was different because Everyone around me at NOVA was of different ethnical mm-hmm. backgrounds or yeah. whatnot. Mm-hmm. But here, it's just sometimes you don't Um, Find people that look like you or have most of the time. It was hard for me to make friends, especially because I couldn't find a lot of commonalities with people. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I feel like now that's improved a lot compared to like the past like two three years. So I guess it's a work in progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's awesome.
0: I also agree with Sabat. Like
2: I um, transferred here, and
0: it was just like a whole different um, like environment. I was so used to Mm -hmm. living up in Northern Virginia. And like as Subhat said, there was so much diversity. And I found people that I could like relate to or even looked Mm -hmm. like me. But when I came here, I felt, in a way, I hate saying this. I felt really uncomfortable because I looked different and Mm -hmm. I had different like ways of thinking. And I felt like I stood out and that you know this could just be me overthinking I felt like other people were like looking at me and I would be uncomfortable but Mm -hmm. I really do think like diversity has changed over you know previous years I think I do see a lot more
2: diversity now
0: Mm -hmm.
2: like we also kind of talked about this in (laughs) our apartment but like when I was first here I've never seen anyone with like the hijab on and I was I felt like Mm -hmm. I stood out too Mm because I've I didn't I was the only one <laughs> that I felt like with the hijab <laughs> on, but literally from last semester, I've seen so many more women mm-hmm. with the hijab mm-hmm. on. So it's Me nice too. to see that there there are pe- more students coming here that mm-hmm. are uh, that wear hijab or like of I other backgrounds and stuff like that. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I've definitely noticed that too because I, so like at my last school, like I never saw like
2: anyone in hijab, mm-hmm. and now I see at least five other women a mm-hmm. day in hijab. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, oh, cool. <laughs> Even the other day,
2: I saw a couple of students, was, and I was, I got so excited because that's not something I saw mm-hmm. on campus before. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's really exciting that, like,
1: you guys can find spaces where, like, you're represented and you don't feel, like, uncomfortable anymore in the Mm -hmm. way that, like, you stand out. Like, you you feel like you fit in, and, like, that's a really really positive thing that I think JMU is, like, working to cultivate. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like there should definitely be a good mix of students here because, like... Like you can grow within mm-hmm. that, but everyone should feel like they
2: belong while they're growing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, I know um, pre-COVID, I went to this uh, festival thing downtown and it celebrated um, like all the different kinds of cultures mm-hmm. in oh. Harrisonburg. Yes. I forgot what exactly That's it was awesome. called, mm-hmm. called, but um, there's so many people of like different ethnic backgrounds that had like stalls different like food trucks and stuff Mm -hmm. and that that was also really nice like my friend and i went and she was afghan and she wore like her traditional clothing and once we went to um downtown there's so many other people that were wearing their traditional clothing and Mm -hmm. dressed Mm -hmm. up and it was just nice to see like more of a, like, more diverse community and environment. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that's really cool that
0: Harrisonburg promotes that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I will say, like, JMU also does have, um, like, clubs. Like, I know they have, like, a Latino club, I think. They have MSA. Yeah, MSA. um, I think, like... Filipino Student Association Um, so they do have those like clubs available I just personally haven't gone to them Um, and you know I'm pretty sure if I went there I would have you know made friends with people who have like similar backgrounds as me Mm -hmm. Um, but you know that's just something I didn't do and uh, you know I can only take the blame for that but I know like JMU does offer you know clubs like that so yeah mm -hmm. yeah And you know maybe some people like
1: clubs like really aren't their thing. Like maybe it just needs to be more in like interdisciplinary like majors and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like those majors could attract more people from diverse cultures Mm -hmm. or plant seeds early off, uh, early on Mm -hmm. to like make people feel comfortable joining that major. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's where you that's where you make the most friends, right? Like you Mm -hmm. make the most friends with people that you see every day. Yeah, or you really don't like the people that you see every day.
2: (laughs) that happens a lot.
1: (laughs) Um, Are there any, like, positive experiences that you would like to share related to your time here at JMU? Like, something that really stands out that you're like, yeah, I'm going to, like, really remember that for
0: a long time, and that's really impacted me. Um, I don't really remember much from undergrad, at least positive experience-wise, but I... Like my first year um, of grad school here, it's just just so amazing. I really love my program. The faculty is so welcoming and they're very supportive um, and really understanding. And my cohort is just so great. Um, Not even like my cohort directly, but the other students in my program—they're just really friendly and very helpful, and um, I would say we're a really like close-knit family. And um, they're like my go-to every day, so they're what's really like holding—they're like <laughs> holding me together, you know, helping me get through this yeah. program. So. Yeah.
2: Well, for undergrad, half most of the time, like we, COVID happened and we were online. So yeah. I honestly don't remember a lot of things from undergrad <laughs> either. Yeah. But um, so far in grad school, like definitely the history professors, they've all been really helpful and really nice and really welcoming. Um, and... I think I've also made a good, um, good group of friends in grad school, which I didn't really have in undergrad, to be honest. Um, so that that's also nice having um, here. But I think when I first came here, I fell in love with the campus. so I'll definitely recommend just coming here and getting the experience to see campus. And the quad is like one of my favorite places here. Mm-hmm. So just be able to like walk around and you know, see everyone and stuff like that, I think that's one of my favorite things mm-hmm. about JVU. Yeah. And I'm really glad that you guys were able to have a positive experience after COVID
1: because I think COVID has had this weird memory effect on all of us where it's like, what yeah. happened before COVID? <laughs> like, what were we actually I doing know. with our lives before that moment in time? <laughs> and afterwards, it's just COVID everything. Um, yes. So even in like the midst of the pandemic, like it's really it cool. It's just that. the
0: same thing every day. Like yeah. you get up for online classes yeah. and it's just the same routine. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. all a blur.
1: <laughs> yes, no, yeah, no. So we went online and it was like, I'm on my laptop every single yeah. day from till dawn yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> but um I think that JMU has done a really great job at, like, rallying community, mm-hmm. um, even in that time, because, like, I wasn't here for that, but you guys were, mm-hmm. um, and the way that the university has bounced back has really been something admirable, because, you know, going online for a whole year plus, you know, it's, it, it's really challenging, and yeah. it's really challenging to get students to come back and, like, really love it here, and mm-hmm. it sounds like you guys really love it here enough to come back for grad school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, thank you so much for sharing your experiences um this was really great getting to talk to you in this setting and it goes to show how valuable it is to like sit down with the people that you live with and like ask (laughs) questions to really get to know them instead of just like how was your day (laughs) (laughs) like sometimes i only see diana like once a
2: week (laughs) (laughs) we barely saw her last semester yeah girl Uh, was busy y'all
1: cardiology is no joke (laughs) It's
2: not.
1: I like it, though, so it's yeah. Fun. yeah, No, it's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. And um, thank you, listeners, for joining us for this episode of Conversations at the Cohen Center.
0: Thank you for listening to Conversations at the Cohen Center. Make sure to follow us at Instagram and Twitter at JMU Cohen Center. And be on the lookout for more Conversations at the Cohen Center.